Hi guys, welcome back to my channel. Today, welcome back to Melanie Podcast. And today we are talking about why black women are such, or why black women are, sadly, undervalued. Nothing brings up your confidence quite like being underestimated, undeserved, and cast out in a workspace or school or any place in general. You thought you grew in and acknowledged your worth. And there's no fundamental education or amount of money that makes this hard, truly, any less for a real black woman. I remember the moment I first experienced this during my last year working in fast food. And I worked from 4 to 10, maybe even more, at, well, past my time working in fast food, working as just as hard as any other manager there. And it's twice as hard as I should be for working a second shift job when I normally should clock out at 10 instead of almost close to 1am. Now, don't get me wrong, there were some managers who tried their best to get me out on time knowing that I had classes the next day. Or just really wanted to go home during the weekend, but it's always something that would come up that would stand in my way. And you know, be that good employee that, you know, comes in, people call out, comes in as my day off, you know, stay over and someone comes in late. And I, I despite my excitement on the outside, and maybe on the inside, I could learn to get painted on the outside as well. <sighs> Learning to keep my emotions all bottled up until, well, no, I never talked about it to anyone until my grandmother realized something was very wrong. I say good morning to my general manager, my team managers, and my coworkers here and there, but nonetheless made eye contact with me unless it was necessary. And then, after four years of working there, I finally had enough. Because as someone who has worked in the past four years, you'd think I would get promoted to a position of, you know, crew trainer. Not manager, because I didn't want it, because, you know, it wasn't worth the responsibility of being manager. At the time, especially the managers I've seen, what they put them through, I did not want that along with stress and responsibility, especially in the store where they are knew me already, and if I was, the boss would not take me seriously as such. Now, when you introduce another black woman, who is quite younger than you, more than a year, gets moved up from crew trainer to automatically managership. Now, don't be wrong, that's good for her, but you think, did they not see my same or other, just as hers? But apparently not, and that's where the communication had lack in that department. And then after my four years job, I left and moved on to a new job opportunity that treat me as valued as a black woman. And it worked, and I landed a new job and new new coworkers and a job that I love and not miserable in. And the job that treats people with respect, understand something comes up, they understand and they're not gonna say, "Yo, you didn't call out or you didn't to do two weeks in advance." They understand if family issues may come up. Or are these men true or soon? Why I be late as long as I tell them? But other than that, they understand. My old job wasn't as much, especially when the general manager, who will not be named in this podcast, due to you know privacy and respect, did not see the same way and pick favors for first shift. But that's just my experience on on that hand. Think about looking back on it. You know, I dealt with the customer service industry a lot, and it probably been a lot different if I had also did. Ugh. You know, um, retail has been much worse and much, well, strenuous and things like that. And I probably won't be able to handle it. And I never returned back to that job, nor I ever will, because they are better than everything's running right now. And honestly, I'm glad I honored this experience because it had a slight effect 
um, my self-esteem and my patience was spreading very thin. I wonder why I was being punished so harsh, so harshly mainly for mis misunderstanding, communication, and why one only one single incident all of the work I have done. Like, you know, new managers come in after I didn't know how to do my job. When I'm doing their job, and then they have the nerve to send off, I'll be like, why didn't you ask for help? I was right there. I'm like, I'm sorry, you have cameras back in the office. You can clearly see I'm struggling. But they could not talk for that story. Unfortunately, this was not my last encounter of implicated bias. I continue to, you know, work on different projects or like call out for their errors, this, like that, when they had big job jobs uh, for the, the store in general, had to meet certain like outrankings and numbers and. You know, one thing led to another, you know, second shift we get blamed for something that we didn't even do. If we didn't suck properly, third shift we get blamed, and vice versa. Our first shift didn't stop, and then we get to pick up their slack. But, you know, it's little things like that. But, you know, all good things must come to an end, right? And I quickly left, and I had a better experience. But, with other women in other typical 9-to-5 jobs in this situation, it can be totally different. If you work a 9-to-5 job... You probably was left out of social conversation and viewed as not enough. And then soon learned the commonalities as a 2018 woman who was in, her, in the workforce. A report from Lena Inns and Mackenzie and Co. found out that 40% of black women state that they, that they had their judgment questioned in areas of expertise. Implicated bias refers to the attitude or stereotype that affects an individual understanding action and decisions in an unconscious matter. We know we're in the office outliers, but despite this, is a 2019 college report found that 88% of black women want to remain in the same organization, 87% want to be influence leaders, and 81% were working towards a higher ranking position. So what do we do when we still want a piece of the pie? Know that there's nothing wrong with you. That's the first step. Someone else, someone else mis perspectives of you does not define who you are and the values that do not doubt your work and your capability it can be difficult to believe in yourself when no one else does but it's at this time you need to douse yourself in love from within start your morning with daily affirmation that speaks to your soul set daily reminders on your phone with uplifting quotes to remind yourself of all the things you are number two Still use your voice with a nice nasty. Reports show that 35% of black women feel like their manager, manager create opportunities to showcase their work compared to 40% of white women. Furthermore, 22% of black women report they often have their work contribute is ignored. Your voice and thoughts are still powerful, so continue to empower yourself to address in your office and address issues in your office. And also, and don't be too humble to be what you're called that nice, nasty. Trust when you are unconsciously due to people what they're unconsciously doing to you. They, they get the picture. If someone asks you if you need help on your assignment that is clearly in your expertise already, ask, already ask them if they need help with something that they're doing. You'll be surprised by their reaction. Get involved in employee resources groups or create one. As quoted by Paola Davis, the one thing that separates women of color from anyone else is opportunity. Diversity isn't just about checking the box, but providing tools opportunity for exclusion to really everyone else. Employee research groups, ERG, are employee-recognized groups of employees who share their concerns with common race, gender, nationality, or, or sexual orientation. These groups are intended to enhance the employee's experience, and when done right, should lead to development opportunities for your group. If diversity, inclusion, and REG groups are not being properly recognized at your job, there are bound to be someone you can connect with for social support.
the next step. Plan your next move. The realism is your work culture of implicated bias may not change. If you recognize this and find yourself unhappy, unsatisfied, and undeserved, then it's time to move on. While it may be frustrating to get back in the saddle, you deserve to be in a space that uplifts, encourages, and buys what you bring to the table. Your voice matters. And then along with those lines, there should be a also a sense of encouragement from other black women in the industry that are basically feeling the same thing. And you think maybe that there should be a group to like disclose to also dis uh, to disclose that women, especially of color, should be recognized for their worth ethic and much more besides besides being ignored for their talents. Now, when this comes to mind, black women aren't are intelligent well beings of their families and work constantly work better for our country, but our country is not working for them. By placing black women's experience interest in the front work policy and chain and social movement, we can address these barriers. Especially when it comes to having black women in politics political office helps to ensure the issue affecting women's families and people of color addressing. Intuitionally, resources include training program, financial support, geared toward recruiting and supporting black women candidates can improve black women policy representation. Talking about also employment and earnings and to increase the wage of how much a black woman makes between her male counterparts and essential is that as well. Women's and families, black families depend on black women's earning. Over 80% a black mothers are breadwinners, yet many have caregiving responsibilities for an elderly parent or a person with disability or a young child, which which they must balance with their work obligation, which is, I don't think it's fair, but, you know, that's always the case that may be in certain situations. Health and well-being. While health insurance coverage rates have increased substantially due to the implication of the 2010 Patent Protection and Affordable Care Act, 16.5% of non-LA black women in the United States still lack coverage as of 2014. Expanding Medicaid, especially in states with relatively large black population, is one step to improving black women's health and access to health care services. Also, violence and safety. Black women of all ages were currently likely to be imprisoned as white women in 2014. Among young women, among young women, the disparity is especially pronounced. Black women ages from 8 to 19 are four times as likely to be in prison as white women of the same age. Our recommendation with this and to fix this problem is nationwide criminal systems reform has the potential to improve the lives of countless black women who have been affected directly or indirectly by incarceration, specifically reduction in the mandatory sentence policy in prison terms, and increase the number of black women who are incarcerated and address racial disparity in, our, in incarceration. Providing states with in incentives to reduce incarceration population can also help achieve this goal and further elicit incentives for in incarceration. Poverty opportunity. Black women experience poverty at a higher rate than black men and women from all other racial class ethnic groups, except Native American women. Policymakers, this is a, a recommendation, workforce development leaders should adopt strategies to remote gender and racial class ethnic equalities in access to higher paying career training opportunities. Workforce development programs that recruit and train black women in specific skills can help them get access to a career ladder and outward mobility that can reduce their concentration in lower paying jobs. Uh, just some of the, the steps to make sure black women are more appreciated and not undervalued. And it's sad how we undervalue the black girl and maybe it can be different this time.
and there may have been many cases shown of that. And there have also been a few for many believers in the new sedan policies, but there should be a change in that as well. For many years, black women have been undervalued and pushed to the sidelines, and they have not been given the credit that they have been due. Well, hopefully that's all going to change. A new report about the nation's black women paints a familiar picture and portrait of a group that is on a that is working hard on many levels to achieve the American dream, but is still falling short. Black women votes are at a higher rate, have made significant improvement in earning college degrees, and succeeded in opening their own business according to the status of black women in the United States. Yet, they continue to be underrepresented in elective office, earn less than white men and women, and are twice as likely as white women to be incarcerated, the reports say. <clears throat> and I quote, They all have the makings of what should be success, yet their contributions are undervalued and undercompensated today the report, released this week by the National Domestic Workers Alliance. This report was prepared by the Institution of Women Policy Resources, a nonprofit organization affiliated with Georgia Washington University. The report finds are similar to the previous studies on the black of the black women in the country, including why I discussed 2014 papers by the Black Women Roundtable title, Black Women in the United States progress and challenge. It also notes that despite high participation in the workforce, educational institution, and the political process, black women are underpaid, underployed, suffer at a higher rate from major illnesses, and are valued to violence at home and in their communities. Here are some key findings in the report. More than 6 in 10 black women are in the workforce. Between 2004 and 2014, black women meet median annual earning decline by 5%. As of 2014, black women who work full-time and year-round have a median annual earning that were about 6.6% of the of that of a white man, 53,000. The number of businesses owned by black women increased 178% between 2002 and 2012, the largest increase among all radical groups in 2012. Black women owned 15.4% of all women, all women-owned businesses in the United States. Yet, nationwide, businesses owned by black women have the lowest average sale per firm at $27,753. The share of black women with at least a bachelor's degree increased by 23.9% between 2004 and 2014. About 22% of black women over the age of 25 have a bachelor's degree or advanced degree in 2014, a higher level than black men, but lower than other than other any other racial group in an ethnic group. And that is some of the, the statistics. This report called on the government and other institutions, including nonprofits, think tanks, and philanthropic groups, to develop policies that provide higher wages and pay, and pay leaves, improve access to health care services, combat racism and sexism throughout society, and pushes for criminal justice reform to apply black women for violence and, the num- and to reduce their numbers in the prison system. Now, keeping that in mind, I think these are just some of the few ways we can change the way black women are undervalued in society. And I think another way to make sure this does not keep on happening. Well, I hope you enjoyed my podcast for today. Thank you all for tuning to another Melon Girl Palm podcast. And I hope you have a blessed day. And I'll see you again next Friday for another Melon Girl podcast. I hope you have a nice day and a wonderful weekend. I'll talk to you all real soon. Bye.